2SR-FM, the home of The Troy Murphy Show. With the interest rate rise this weekend, families all across the country, not just here in the Sutherland Shire, expressing concerns with cost of living, we have seen an increased demand in organisations who help feed, clothe and support not only the homeless, but the disenfranchised, the vulnerable and the at-risk members of our local communities. With some data suggesting that monthly demand for food relief is up 50% in just the past few years. To talk about this and so much more is Ruth Brown, the Sutherland Shire Coordinator for One Meal based here in Sutherland. Ruth, thank you so much for making the time to come on the show today. Thanks, Troy. Thanks for um, reaching out to talk to me. Oh, my pleasure. Now, Ruth, can we can we start by getting you to tell us about your organisation, your non-profit, uh, One Meal, and your organisation's involvement across the Sutherland Shire? Sure. Um, so One Meal um, is all over Sydney. We have um, services all over Sydney. But here specifically in the Sutherland Shire, we now run four services every week. Uh, it's 100% volunteer run and we are a not-for-profit We uh, rely on um, donations from the community to continue the services we do. And uh, we have found that, you know, we started with just one service a week at Sutherland uh, probably eight or nine years ago. And then we started one at Miranda, followed by Cronulla. And then just over 12 months ago, another service at Engadine. That's a lot of services per week. Uh, I, I want to find out what sort of numbers you are getting through the door, but I thought, look, this is a this is a bit of an, an issue across the country and in Sydney. According to your, your website, uh, it's been dubbed Sydney's Hidden Hunger Crisis. Now, there are some national statistics that are out, so I want to just go through that for a second before we talk about our more local area. 2023 data has revealed that 28% of the general population now feels anxious or struggles to consistently access adequate food across the country. Given the current trend, by the end of 2023, we face the reality of half the Australian population having experienced some level, level of difficulty in meeting the most basic need, food, with 77% of those households experiencing food insecurity for the first time in the past year. 3.7 million households in Australia experienced food insecurity in the past 12 months. That's more than the number of households in Sydney and Melbourne combined. In the past year, 3.7 million Australian households, that 36% experienced moderate to severe food insecurity and 23% severe food insecurity. That's where people skip meals or whole days without eating. Now, Ruth, what increases in demand have you seen at one meal in our local area over the past couple years? Uh, Troy, uh, mainly we've seen an increase increase in the number of people attending our services um, since the second lockdown. Uh, we found that uh, our numbers increased dramatically during the lockdown and 
uh, but they didn't really decrease once things went back to normal. Uh, we find that, um, you know, especially at our Miranda service that we have each week, which we run in conjunction with the Salvos and the community co-op, um, our numbers have they just ballooned out and then have stayed at that um, number. And a lot of uh, the patrons that come there are young, fam- well, parents with young children, which is just it's heartbreaking, you know. And you you have a chat to some of them, and the the problem is that they've got to pay rent and you know utilities and things like that. And food is um, the last on the list. And, you know, some of these parents are just, you know, beside themselves with worry because they can't even give their children, you know, like some morning tea to take to school. Um, Just the basics that so many of us take for granted. What are you hearing on the ground from people across the Sutherland Shire? We've been told that this won't go away anytime soon this cost of living crisis which is leading to this hidden hunger crisis across sydney how much worse can this get well uh, you know i mean we'll never know until it actually happens um but we're just um doing our best each week to feed as many people as we can we have uh some of our patrons that come to all four services each week and they find that that, um, you know, helps um, make the rest of their money go further for all the other necessities in life. And, you know, we not only give them a hot meal, um, we give them fresh fruit to take home. Um, we have breakfast packs that we make up and hand out for them to take home. Um, recently at our Miranda service, we uh, a couple of volunteers got together and made up snack packs to give out to families uh, so they can give to their kids when they go to school so they can have a, you know, a healthy snack. And, um, you know, who knows? I mean... It, it's 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 disheartening to see that when the numbers um, grew so much during the lockdown, you, we we all put it down to the fact well some people can't work because they've you know lost their employment due to the lockdown. But you would like to think that since then a lot of them managed to regain employment, um, but it doesn't seem that. Um, well, I mean, they may have regained employment because the cost of living has gone up so much. Um, they still can't make ends meet. You wouldn't think we would have this in the Sutherland Shire. We're a pretty affluent area. Uh, I, I would assume that the majority of people who aren't aware of this have the not-in-my-backyard sort of um, naivety towards uh, this this issue. You, you you said that you've seen uh, you know a steady increase since the end of the second lockdown. What sort of percentages are we we talking about here in growth? Is, is it a small percentage, or are you? Is it 
that is a very dramatic the, the percentage of increase well i you know i i would say our miranda service um is the is the major one but then again the fact that we were able to um, launch uh, an extra service at Engadine um, only 12, you know, just over 12 months ago, and we're getting people attending that, um, just goes to show that, like, there may be many other people out there struggling that aren't even aware of, um, you know, this, the the support we can give them, um, but our Miranda service probably, uh, <clears throat> well, it almost doubled and um, in the number of people attending it. And um, I mean, we're very fortunate that with the uh, the community co-op we and salvos, we hand out also a, a hamper um, of uh, staple foods to the to the patrons um, at that service before they also get a meal from us. So for them, it's a very valuable service to attend and that's possibly why the numbers have remained so high um, because, you know, we're really happy that we can help people with just, you know, basic um, non-perishable pantry items plus uh, we also get donated a lot of uh, vegetables and things like that. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's uh, our other services tended to remain possibly the same numbers. Um, they didn't really increase. Why it happened in Miranda and not at the others is hard to know. Um, but it could also be the draw card of being able to get... Um, you know, the hamper of food as well at the same time. Mm. What's uh, you, you, you mentioned doubled. What What's uh, the doubled in attendance? What sort of numbers is, is that? Uh, well, originally that we were getting around 30 people there um, each week, which is um, uh, what we get at Sutherland, you know, 30 to 40. Um, and then it, it, it doubled to 60 and sometimes it's more than 60. Per week. So, yeah, and, you know, it's hectic. <laughs> I could, especially for a volunteer organisation that, that relies solely on, on, on donations, but it's not just food you provide. There's the mental health aspect to, to what you do through, you know, a positive connection and engagement. Can you speak to that and, and maybe some examples? Oh, absolutely. Like, um, you know, a lot of the people that come to our services are socially isolated. Uh, so for them, it's their group of friends. They come early, they sit around chatting. That's why we have a sit down meal so that they can sit down and, um, and talk to each other. Uh, also, you know, we highly encourage our volunteers to chat to the to the patrons. You know, over the years, I've gotten to know a lot of them, you know, really personally and know their stories. And um, it, it is, it's, it's like, you know, it's like friends. We, we see each other, you know, when 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 we're at service and catch up with each other's. Store life story at the moment, and um, you know we have, you know we have some absolutely lovely people that come to our services, and uh, for them the social aspect 
is extremely important. Have the have you approached local, state, or federal government? Is there any assistance that you you get from the governments? Uh, we can we do apply for government grants uh, when when they're available, and also Southern Shire Council recently. Um, Gave us some a grant, some grant money, um, but you know a lot of the uh, you know the grants have certain guidelines. We don't always you know fit into those guidelines as far as what they would like the money spent on. So uh, that makes it difficult sometimes. You almost need a degree to write some of those grant applications too. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> oh. Could they do more? Could the governments do more? Let's 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 call them out. What what could the governments be doing to help you help the community in need? Um well gee, I I I've never really sat down and I mean, you know, we all have our own views on what governments could do to help people. Um, you know, it's 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 just, you know, with the interest rates going up, um, people are struggling to pay their mortgages if they have one. Um, and I know, you know, the rental um you know, it's a bit of a crisis for people to find rental properties. And you know, I have been told by quite a few people that for um, anyone to apply to get housing um, through the government, you know, there's a lot of loopholes and a lot of work that they have to put in and it can be overwhelming. And um, I know we ha- we also partner with Hopefield, um who can uh, assist people apply for all these things, but um, I think it can put a lot of people off and it would be very, very daunting. So, um, yeah, and, you know, how do we create more housing, more affordable housing for people? Mm. It's, you know... <laughs> it's that wonderful wish. It's that magical question that we all wish we could answer. Now, something yes. I have seen in the media of late being reported is uh, families, double income, children and a mortgage uh, starting to reach out for support like yours. Are you starting to see that across the Sutherland Shire? Uh, look, it's possible, Troy. Normally we'll only have one parent come to a service and pick up some food. Um, so unless you get the opportunity to have a chat to them, you mm. don't really know. Um, but look, I, there's no reason why that's not happening. Like they're just everybody's struggling. Yeah. So it's it's quite feasible. If people are struggling and listening to this tonight. Where are your services located and how can people reach out to you if they need help? Okay, well, there's many, many things. Um, So starting with our services, we have um, a service on Tuesday at Miranda at the Salvos building, which is in Kiora Road. Uh, That runs from roughly 5pm till, you know, 6-ish. That's where they can also get a hamper of other food. 
Uh, Wednesday night is in Engadine um, outside the community centre on the old Princess Highway. And Thursday is Cronulla at the Revived Church in Gosport Street. Mm. And that's, oh, hang on, Engadine starts at 6.30pm and Cronulla starts at 5.30pm. Um, but all these, all this information is on our, the website, One Meal It Makes a Difference. Um, and also we have Sutherland on a Sunday at 4pm, um, just opposite Boyle's Hotel um, in Sutherland in the little car park next to the railway line. And more importantly, how can people support what you do, either by volunteering, donating or becoming a partner to help provide food or cooking meals or, or even just delivering services to help people in need within our community here in the Shire? Yes, look, um, we very much <coughs> appreciate donations. Like, people don't seem to understand we own a van and, well, we own two vans in the Sutherland Shire and that's it. That's all we own apart from what's in them, which are tables and chairs and everything. But... We, um, you know, cost us money not only to um, insure the vans and register the vans, we then um, have to put fuel in them. We have to buy consumables like tea, coffee, sugar. Um, we unfortunately use disposable plates and cutlery. and We haven't really worked out a good system to stop that. Um and just things like that. So donations are extremely welcome. Also, um, yeah, companies can become a sponsor. We, we love people sponsoring us. And um, all they have to do is uh, contact us either. They can message our Facebook page, which is One Mail Sutherland Shire, or they can email us at sutherlandshire at onemeal.org.au. Ruth? You are an inspiration. Thank you so much for what you do for our community here in the Shire. I I wish you all the best. And please consider this as an open invitation to come on the show at any time if you have a message that you need to get out to the community. Thank you so much for your time today, Ruth. Thank you, Troy.